Tim. Steven. Hi. Hey, what's up? I don't know. <laughs> Doing podcasts. Yeah, I guess so, man. Me and Steven were inspired. Are Star Wars. We're going to talk about Star Wars, yes. We're not necessarily back in the traditional sense. It's more... I had time to see a movie, and you had time to see a movie, and we also had time to record a thing. It's probably not going to be very long, but we'll see. Yeah, man. So, Couch Potato Saga rides again. That's what season two is going to be called. Revenge of Couch Potato Saga. Revenge of the Couch Couch Potato Saga Strikes Back. Eh, see what I did there? Star Wars reference. Oh, God. (laughs) I hate you. Me too. Um, yeah, so we, we watched the Star Wars movie. See yes, we did. We're, we'll, we'll have spoilers at the end, I guess. Correct. We, to, we will go into spoilers. I feel there's not a lot to spoil about this movie. Mm, yeah. Everything but, Everything yeah. plays out as you'd expect. Yeah, but we won't. We will go into that a little bit later. There are certain things like, yeah, you... I don't know. There, there are surprise things in there, I guess. But so in this movie, there's a lady who lives on a grass samurai-looking planet, and the Empire comes for her father to take him to come back and build the Death Star. If you know anything about Star Wars, that's kind of a ba- that's kind of a bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a good place. So fast forward to when she's a young lady in prison and. She gets busted out of prison by Rebellion, who says, help us, we're going to pair you with this shady pilot guy. He's not a pilot. We're going to pair you with this shady guy. You're going to go find Forrest Whitaker. Somewhere along the way, they recruit some Asians and a reprogrammed Empire droid and an actual pilot guy. And also, some planets get blown up. They decide they need to find the plans for the Death Star. That's the movie. They go get the plans for the Death Star. Surprise. The the actual pilot, I couldn't place who, what I knew him from. The entire movie. I didn't figure out until after the movie. I was like, oh, the dude from Nightcrawler. Yeah. That wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, it was was bothering me, like, a lot. I don't know. I know how to spell his name. I don't know how to say his name. No, I I don't either. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. I don't know name pronunciation, so I probably butchered that. Which brings way. us to the performances. Uh, all really good, I felt. I Yeah, I was worried about that because this is directed by Gareth Edwards. He he was Godzilla dude, right? Yeah, he directed the most yeah. recent Godzilla movie. He directed a movie called Monsters before that. Both of those were very weak on the people front, both from actors, I guess, and... Character-wise, this one I thought wasn't great on the characters either. No, th- this wasn't this wasn't good character-wise, but I no. thought acting-wise it was fine. Yeah, acting-wise it was fine. Like Godzilla, you kind of just had Brian Cranston picked up the movie, put it on his back, and carried it until they killed him off, like twenty minutes in. Yeah, and here everybody was pretty much fine. Yeah, like no no complaints about the actual actors themselves. I will say. Well, yeah. Mostly Donnie Yen was in this. Who was he? He was Donnie the, Yen was the blind monk. The blind dude. Okay, yeah. 
yeah, Donnie Yen's a blind force monk. He fucks people up with a staff. His friend has the biggest gun imaginable. Yes. Oh, man. His friend is... Both of them are incredibly thin as characters. They are, yeah. Um, I think everybody... Star Wars characters are not the most strongly developed, let's say. Yes, but I... Particularly in this movie, it just felt like... Like, in Force Awakens, I left being like, yeah, Ray, Finn, BB-8, those are my dudes. But here, I was just like, okay, I guess they happened. They existed. Yeah, and I think... I don't know, like, this movie's not really trying to be the Force Awakens, but it's hard to not compare the two. Yeah. So... I don't know. Like, I think Force Awakens did a better job of suggesting a history with the characters. And I think, like, you know, Ray's been on that planet a long time. And it it sort of takes the time to establish her being there, what it's like for her a little bit. It, It seems pretty shitty. She seems like a nice person. But it kind of just throws you in here and it's like, Hey, this lady's in prison. She's kind of, she knows how to handle herself because she punches some people. And yeah, that doesn't sound all that different, but to watch it play out, it looks, I don't know. It, it feels thinner. Like you said, I guess. And yeah, just as another example, like you have Finn in the force awakens who is like, this dude who's been told like, this is the correct path his whole life. And then he figures out that he just really isn't sure about this and ends up betraying everyone that he knows to go join this other cause. Well, and I also think John Boyega adds a lot to that character specifically. Like I think Finn could have very easily turned out like these other characters. He could have, but no, no, he did not. Yeah. Yeah. But in this movie you get like, Again, Donnie Yen's character with who guarded a temple. On the other hand, that's Donnie Yen, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, and he's a again good actor, <laughs> but and then friend with Big Gun, who is just there. I guess I, I don't know his name. Literally, know nothing about him. I kind of like their dynamic, but oh no, absolutely! I thought they worked off each other, but I just wish I knew more about them. I wish I was yeah. attached to him. Um, I I told you this after I got out of the movie, and. Everybody in this, it sort of felt to me like if everybody was Oscar Isaac's character from The Force Awakens and... Yeah, it's just everyone was Poe. Yeah, like, Poe seems cool, but he's in that movie for about, like, five, ten minutes. Yeah, and you just don't know much about him. Yeah. And, like, you want to, you don't hate his character, but, you know, like, you can't really get invested in who that is. Yeah, this movie is essentially... if. You maybe could make an argument for like Jin not being like that, but I, almost, I don't know. I, I, I don't thought she had either. it the worst, actually, because yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But I could see someone, I, I could see the argument being made. Yeah, but, like they they lean because she's the main character. She gets the emotional moments, and whenever those happen, you understand why they're happening. Most of them involve her father, for example, like. Like you get that she loves her dad, but it it feels like they should have gone further with it in a way. Yes, I, I, will, I will agree on that. And I think her shady 
resistance buddy has the worst of it. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I, I know nothing about him, but yeah, it's, it's, it really is weird. Like you have your core six characters where just all of them are likable. Like you like all of them. Like you don't hate all of them. You don't hate any of them, but it's just, you're just not attached. Yeah. You don't um, really care what happens to these guys, except for the droid. Droid was cool. The droid played by that dude from Firefly. I don't know. This movie, they've kind of been billing this or like they did at the beginning, maybe let up on that a little bit. It was kind of built as like a different kind of Star Wars movie. Like, you know, yes. there's, there's no Jedi around. And yeah, we, we don't have any Jedi. This is the first Star Wars movie with no Jedi. Well, I mean, Darth Vader's there, but... Um, he, he's not a Jedi, he's Sith. Is there a distinction? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's kind of a main thing. I mean, there's a lightsaber in this movie, but it's only he, Darth he Vader. He used to be a Jedi. He, he's an ex-Jedi. Ex-Jedi. Okay, sure. But... There. Everybody knows not to listen to me about my opinion on this movie, <laughs> but but it was built as sort of this different thing, and I think the parts that I like the most about this movie are when it feels different. Um, a lot of the visuals are really nice. Like, it's, oh I, god, yes, oh, like I like the beginning yeah, of this movie a lot, where it's sort of they're standing on like this grassy plain a little bit and it, it sort of looks like a samurai movie because like Mads Mikkelsen is just like there in his tunic and they're all coming up on him and like, that's cool. And later on, they sort of, sorry, go ahead. I think all of the space battles look really nice. Yeah. And especially when they're in the trees and stuff like that, that does a better job of suggesting like Vietnam than like even like the Ewoks were kind of supposed to be a little bit that, but also yeah, no, this city bear people. So maybe not. Th- this does it extremely well. Like th- yeah. they did a good job here at like visually wise. This dude knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that's always been Gareth Edwards biggest strength. Um, yeah. It, it shows here because geez, this movie is nice looking. I, I still love the visual of the, the TIE fighter fleet. Oh, yeah. Like, you just see, like, th- that is probably the first time in Star Wars history where I've seen, like, a bunch of TIE fighters come out, and I legitimately was like, oh, that's, a- they're fucked. That's a lot of TIE fighters. Yeah. Like, that, that that's um, bad. Um, I guess the main, but... Yeah, going back to what I was saying, one of the things that I liked the most about this movie was, as far as it like not being Star Wars, was the idea that the rebellion has a lot of infighting, then they do some fucked up shit in the name of fighting the Empire. Oh yes, I actually, uh, I really like that theme. I wish they went further with it. Yeah, and that's the problem is it, it it felt a little bit like they're afraid to do all that much with it because. Yes. Like Diego Luna's character, um, like the resistance guy they send with her, he he's not a great person, and yeah, that's that's pretty that's established like at the beginning, very early on, and but yeah, it, it seems like they're afraid to go too far with it, and I wish they did. Like they have 
Forrest Whitaker's character just like tortures a guy to make sure he's telling the truth. And I guess pretty messed up. So, but the movie seems like it sidelines all that as best as it can. So when it eventually comes up again and Jin sort of has her reservations. I wonder if that has to do with the reshoots. I, I wondered about that too. Um, the other thing I noticed is they briefly touched on that, like that in the opposite direction too, in the very beginning of the movie when he's just like, uh, Empire dude, main villain of the movie. I don't remember his name. Shows up and is talking to the dad guy, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, we're making the galaxy a better place." And he's like, "This is terrorism," and he's like, "Oh, you got to start somewhere." And it's just like this guy's trying to justify this morally in his head. See, I didn't get that he was. I didn't necessarily get that he was trying to justify it. I just sort of read that as shitty villain guy being not like shitty, shitty villain guy, but like villain guy being the biggest asshole imaginable is like saying, Oh, it's not really that bad. There's a means to it was less. This is why I'm doing it and more. This is how evil I am (laughs) in that. Like I like, I'm not doing this just to be evil. Like I have a reason to be evil and, in a way that's a little bit scarier, I think. But I don't know what I was saying. I lost my train of thought. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I I do wish they went further with that with the rebels. Yeah. Like I kind of wanted this movie to not be as Star Wars y as it turned out to be. Like a lot of the music, even a lot like there's a lot of horn, there's a lot of Star Wars. You you hear a lot of Star Wars in the music, and mm-hmm. that ends up fitting when they do like their big push toward the end that is, you know, is coming. But before that, when they're kind of just sneaking around and stuff, it's it doesn't feel like it fits. It feels a little too bombastic for what is just this girl and this guy supposedly doing sort of a routine rebellion thing. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of nods to the rest of the franchise here. Yes. Um, Almost too much, I would say. Oh, you didn't catch these because you don't watch this show. There is quite a few nods to Rebels. Like four. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see that. I was just like, whoa. A freaking shopper in this movie. It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to talk about the nods to other movies without going into the spoilers because I almost feel like that's the only thing really that would constitute a spoiler. Because yeah. like, and even then, like, really, they only work with that element of surprise because I think they're pretty much unnecessary without much Star Wars knowledge. Yeah, sure. So we we won't dive too into those. If you if you really care about this movie, you'll watch it and you'll be like, oh, yeah. We'll we'll stuff. talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But I also kind of wanted the plot to be tightened up a little bit. I, like I thought are, it was fine overall, but yes, it was I couldn't. Nice. I didn't find myself like super invested until the very end, which I really liked. By the way, they have a really large scale battle scene that is great. Uh, yeah. But 
I think that's where the space battle really shines too. Oh, definitely. And you get some really cool looking visuals there. But up until then, it, it almost feels like there's a lot of extraneous scenes in a weird way. Like they explain what Jin needs to do twice in this movie. And like they throw some characters away very quickly. It, it kind of feels like a script that was in fact rewritten in yeah. some parts. And you, you can tell where the reshoots not are. It's it's definitely no Fantastic Four. But I don't know if you could tell exactly where they are, but like you can, you tell, can tell it's been through them. Or at least you can tell like maybe not all of the things had been smoothed out that needed to be. Um Yeah. It's not a huge issue, but I guess I find myself feeling that this it puts Star Wars in the very Marvel place of this is a decent blockbuster that they put out that I enjoyed my time with, but it feels very safe. Yeah, it's it's an enjoyable movie, and if you're into Star Wars, definitely check it out. I think if you were, if anybody's like worried that they're going in the Marvel universe direction with Star Wars, I don't know that this is going to alleviate anyone's fears. No, no, it will not. But I might even reinforce them. But like, I, I think I'm going to wait for episode eight to make a decision on that. But I'm actually going to wait for the next spinoff to do that. Like, I can coming off the prequels and all the the bad press those generated, I can see why they would lean heavily into this being very Star Wars-y, you know? So this is probably not the best movie to judge it on. And obviously like the episodes probably should be like that. But like, for example, it was big news that they ditched the opening crawl. I guess big news relatively depending on who you are. But like that that's a big deal and that feels like it shouldn't be almost like I don't want that to be a big deal. I don't want to live in a world where all our Star Wars movies need to have kind of the same type of music and they all need to have the opening crawl or else like some weirds going on. I don't want it to be weird that they have the names of the planets on the screen. You know? Yeah. Like I want like I guess I want the universe to be able to function without just that. Yeah. Like it, it feels context. like there's this idea that being star Wars is wrapped up in not only the world of star Wars, but a lot of the filming techniques, a lot of the editing, like I was legitimately worried there were going to be some wipes in this movie and there weren't. Oh good. yeah. The good old white transitions. From yeah. Star Wars. So they, and they, they keep those in the animated series. Yeah. And like, them. like I get at a certain point that you want to have that to say, this is the Star Wars you remember, but I want, I want these movies to move past that. Yes, I'll, I'll agree on that. It, it would be nice for them to, the director to feel like they're actually having their own input in it yeah, and not just being like, yeah, we got to do this stuff because Star Wars. This is the Star Wars template. You yeah. must go to the desert planet in this movie at some point. So, but yeah, I, I thought it did well. There must that. be a droid. 
even though that droid was great. No, this droid was awesome. He so was the best know. droid. Also, it, it was definitely no mascot droid. Oh God, no! <laughs> like th- this, this droid feels very. I feel like he's more comparable to that droid in Knights of Old Republic. Everyone likes than R two D two. Yeah. Um. So, what score would you give this movie? Uh, probably a three out of five. That's probably what I give it to. Yeah. It's it's an enjoyable film. I, I would if you're a Star Wars fan, go see it. You could probably see this without being a Star Wars fan. Honestly, it's an enjoyable blockbuster. It is. You might find yourself wondering why the hell some scenes are happening. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's decent. It's not a. It won't waste your time. I wish it was better. I didn't like it as much as The Force Awakens, but it's it's a solid film. Yeah, I will. I didn't like it as much as The Force Awakens either, but I will say I have not watched The Force Awakens since it came out. So I don't know how that's going to be removed from the luster of finally new Star Wars, you know? I I don't know how much it will hold up, but I will definitely say it probably is going to be better than this. Yeah. I still have that luster of new Star Wars. Like yeah. I was hyped as shit for this. And I just, yeah. I just didn't wasn't into it as much as I wish I was. Yeah, and I think it really, for me, it does come down mostly to the characters for, to the script seeming like it needed tightened up in some places. And yeah, like again, you, you look at The Force Awakens, you got a strong villain, you got strong characters, like, it yeah. relies on calls back, call, callbacks a bit too much, but, you know, but those are strong characters, and I feel like they do the most with them as they could. Yes. And, and it just it just feels very tight, and everything feels... And, there's depth to stuff and stuff like that where you just don't really have that here. Yes. And, and for me, it's also wrapped up in that idea that I wanted this to be less star Wars than it turned out, which might be exactly what some people want. So yeah, like if you're, if you wanted this to be a star Wars ass star Wars movie, congratulations, you got it. Yes. But yeah. uh, Spoilers. let's, Let's do spoilers. Okay. So spoil, spoilers here. I will give you a 15 second, 20 second period here. Give you a 20 second gonna, head start. Yeah, because we, we're going to go ham. In a second. Run and hide. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty big. Has it been 20 seconds yet? I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Okay, everyone okay. dies. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I expected uh, that to happen. I, you know, they introduced all these other people like right before. They're just like, oh, here's all these people that are also going to help us. And it's like a big crew. I was like, yeah. oh, these are going to be the people that are definitely going to die. And I was like, maybe we're going to have some from our six that'll make it. Nope. Which makes yeah. sense. It's not like a completely out there ending. See, I expected them to die because I thought that was the emotional shortcut they were going to use. Yeah, but it, it's another thing where. Just because I'm not attached enough, like the characters are dying, I'm like, okay, cool. I guess, and that's one of the reasons I feel like I really wish I was more attached to these characters is because I wanted to feel that. Yeah. Like when you just see every character dying one by one, I wanted to be like, oh no, not that guy. But instead, I'm just like, oh no, not the droid. I would have goodbye, big gun man. I guess. Would have been. I was kind of like, oh no, not Donnie Yen. I wasn't. I was really hoping he'd get like cut down by Darth Vader, man. <laughs> Watch Ip Man 
That way you know why you need to be sad. No, for I, I know Anna. that's it, man. But <laughs> yeah, but, man. But yeah, I don't know. It's there were CGI people. Yes, I, I didn't mind them. Steven did. Tarkin and Leia. Yeah, Leia. It they look really good. They they look really impressive sometimes. Yes, most, most of the time. Like, relatively for where this technology probably is for like rendering people in CGI, they look really good. Yes. But although occasionally stuff goes wrong. I would say most of the time stuff goes wrong or like not wrong so much as they can't adequately translate a human performance to what they end up looking like, you know, like when Tarkin like turned around, his mouth did this really fucking weird thing. And I don't know. Sometimes he looked stop motion in a weird way. Like he looked like some weird Ray Harryhausen thing. And yeah, like it's passable, but that's just not a person. And that's sort of why I am curious to have somebody who hasn't, who has no familiarity with star Wars watch this because I don't know if they're going to be there. Like what the fuck is that guy? And why is he CGI? Yeah. The, yeah. That, that's kind of what I would think is interesting too, because it's, it really will catch you off guard if you aren't into star Wars. Yeah. Like you probably know that Leia is not that young anymore, but you don't, you probably don't know who you don't Tarkin, know who Tarkin is. is. Yeah. You know, like Tarkin is that, minor character that it, George Lucas for yeah that George Lucas wasted Peter Cushing on and yeah. I almost think he's in this movie too much I I thought it was fine because I do think it kind of reads up to this episode four role but it does but his episode four role was so minor that I don't know that that was necessary it feels like pure fan service in a way that almost detracts from the main villain yeah. Like I get that he needs to be but he I, needs I, his I, conflict to be subservient like to somebody. At. Like I, I like that the main the main villain I actually think is one of the stronger characters. That's true, yeah. But because he actually has a motive. Like you you see this dude and his he wants to be something, he wants to feel important, he's made this grand accomplishment. Yeah. And he just every time he tries to be like, Hey, aren't I important? Don't I deserve something? They're just like, no. Maybe I just wanted more of him because it, it it felt like every time they never let him have his moment really was the problem. Yeah. And that, that guy's a good actor, but he is. I really liked him as an actor. Like just all of his mannerisms were just really neat looking. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn's good, but like I, I just remember, like it was like he he did like this weird. It was like when he was like first having like, the confrontation, he did this weird like puffed up his cheeks a little bit like air wise, and it was almost just like oh man, we're gonna have to do this type thing. And he's almost pretty and much irrelevant toward the end of the movie. Oh, he is. Yeah, absolutely. That's but weird. I don't know. I felt like that worked too because you have at the end of the movie where dude is just on this planet. And no one else can help him at that point. And he's essentially, he's gotten what he wanted. He is now in charge. He now has power. And I wanted, it's all falling apart around him. They 
they could have done that though, that. but they didn't actually do that. Is the thing like they, they didn't, didn't show him it enough? But yeah, yeah. Like if it was about him trying to be in control and failing, that would have been cool. But there's just a moment in this movie where you kind of forget he's there. Yeah. Until he like shows up, and is like, oh, that guy. The right. final confrontation. He's a cape. Yeah, the final confrontation's weird. Uh, is another thing we talked about a little bit, but she's like, telling him. It's she anime starts as just, fuck, man. What? It's anime as fuck. Yeah, but they, they, they confront each other in there. She's just like, oh, yeah, you're fucked. We have the plans, and you have a hole in the port that it's going to, stuff's going to explode the Death Star. And I'm like, you're really confident he's not making it out of here, huh? Because this isn't good shit to tell him. Yeah. I'm like, if this dude manages to live, like, your whole plan just got fucked. Um, like, there's other ways to stall. Yeah. Besides completely telling this dude the truth. I don't know. That was a weird moment for me. One thing I was confused by, like, he went to talk to Darth Vader in his castle in a scene that is almost completely pointless. Oh, yeah. Um, And Darth Vader's like, you need to go see if anything's wrong with this thing because we're not going to do anything with it and if there he is. doesn't. Yeah. That's a weird scene because we, we learn at the end of this movie that, I mean, well, obviously, because episode four existed, he clearly didn't do that check. Yeah, and but like, like Darth we're not Vader put knows. This into commission. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And they're like, we're not going to put this into commission until we know there's nothing wrong with it. And they fucking do anyway. I mean, you could argue <laughs> maybe like Tarkin went over Vader's head on that. Which yeah. theoretically I could see yeah. happening, but they yeah, don't they don't allude to that. And it seems like basic safety check is something that Tarkin Tarkin should not be against. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Leia was weird looking. They had three yeah. PO and R2 for no reason. Just randomly. Forrest Whitaker was wasted as fuck. Oh, and that's that's another character that's from the Clone Wars series. So yeah, that's, yeah. I don't remember him, and I've seen that episode. Oh yeah, no, he wasn't a big character, but he was in that series. I like him. Like in theory, he's this like the idea of a rebellion extremist who the resistance just doesn't want to fuck with. Like that's cool. Yeah, but but yeah. in practice, his death seemed really bad. Yeah. Um. The Death Star explosions. Those were cool. Explode cities. I kind of wanted them to not do that, but oh, I I, I kind of liked it like a lot. Like it just felt really big. I guess that kind of goes back to me wanting this to be the smaller scale thing, and it wasn't. Oh, that was that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice, but I mean, like it's it's Godzilla, dude. Let him do scale. I guess. But man, everybody got on that guy for like not doing enough Godzilla in the Godzilla movie. So like he's clearly capable of restraint. I don't know. No, fuck it, dude. I want to explode a city. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. I thought it was neat looking. I mean, at least it wasn't exploding an entire planet. So there's your restraint, Steven. I guess. 
Um, I like how there's when they're firing, there's like, oh, we don't want no, we don't want anyone to know that we have this capability yet. And then just episode four opens with the blowing of a planet. <laughs> they're just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Screw it. It was cool that they led directly into episode four, pretty much. But again, I think that ran into the too much fan service thing. It does. Also, um, Bail Organa is here. Oh yeah, Bail. I thought that Man. was funny. Um, and they, yeah, it's it's really that seems really weird too because if you haven't seen Star Wars, you're just like they're okay, dropping who? the biggest hints imaginable. He's like, oh yeah, we we have a person. I have a person who used to be a Jedi. I will send for him. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a person you trust? I trust her. Her. Yeah. With my life. It's really bad. <laughs> it's cool that Bill O'Connor was there, though. I don't know. It also makes, I've heard people bring this up, but it also makes the episode four beginning kind of funny. This Darth Vader shows up on the ship and Leia's just like, oh, yeah, I know we're on a diplomatic mission. It's like, you were just in a space battle, Leia. Oh, yeah. You're like, what are you talking about? Speaking of which, that Darth Vader scene where he kills everybody. I really cool. liked it. Yes. I liked it. I wish it was not tacked on to the movie. <laughs> yes. So Darth Vader has two scenes. He has one scene where he's choking out the main villain. And the other scene where it's lava castle. Yes, and then uh, another scene where he's just on a murder rampage at the very end. Yeah, it's really cool because like his, it's completely dark, and then you see his lightsaber. Yeah, and yeah, that was cool. Just butchering these dudes, but yeah. So again, good movie overall, three Yes. Uh, like and subscribe. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're here sometimes. We'll see what we're gonna do with this. Yeah. I don't really know what in the future we're gonna do. But we will figure it out. We'll probably talk about music at some point. Yes, that is something we'll probably do. Uh, but yeah, so good luck. The saga continues. Stay, stay Star Wars. <laughs>